Hello, everybody. This is Mr. Bean, and I'm doing a podcast. For this podcast episode, we're going to go over Barry J. Bean. So who was Barry Bean? Start off, Barry Bean was my father. Uh, He had two daughters. He had three sisters. And Barry uh, was taken from me. He was taken from me when I was 16 years old, and I'm now 37. So my father... He was reported missing on May 16th. Supposedly, he was re- he was missing before that. I'm not sure the exact exact timeline, but he was definitely missing longer than what they uh, than when he was reported missing. So he's reported on May 16th. They actually found a body or the body on May 21st. We're going to talk about uh, the first thing I really want to talk about just to get it over with is the medical examiner's report. The medical examiner's report, uh, as you can imagine, is pretty detailed. And there's some stuff in there that I don't, I just rather get it over with so we don't have to talk about it again. I'm sure we'll go back and talk about it throughout the podcast, but I'd rather just get the majority of it over with and done with now. So the actual body was found in a, in a, in a culvert. There was somebody walking. Uh, they happened to see some boots sticking out and uh, abracadabra they found a body now the body just turned out to be my dad obviously at the time they didn't know it was him yet well legally they couldn't say it was him but they knew it was him because you know the description the person was missing they found boots so uh the actual body itself so we're going to go over the medical examiner report but the body itself uh they, there's different things because it was found in the culvert so there's water coming it's rusting. They, they're not sure if my dad was actually stashed there or if he was put there or if he washed up from downstream. So what they did was is when they actually got all the evidence, they actually presented it to the medical examiners. I believe that was in Tulsa. It come in four different bags and then a body bag. So the first bag was just some hair samples that they'd found. Uh, it was like 25 feet away in a brush pile. The second bag was the uh, left radius, and that that's basically the lower outside bone uh, in the arm. Uh, bag three was the left humerus, the ulna, and uh, and decomposed soft tissue, basically. And that that's your left upper arm and inside lower arm bone. So bag four was nothing crazy. It was just a dirty bath towel. Now. That seems like nothing, and it might be nothing. Who knows? But as we get back, as we get to in the the body bag, the actual body bag, there was just it was weird that somebody just threw a, a, a wrapped up dirty sheet in there. So maybe that was just stuff they was trying to get rid of the the crime scene. Uh, so they just put it all in one one place. I'm I'm assuming that's why they they kept it all together like that. Uh, inside the actual body bag. Uh, now, the body bag is what the investigators put all the evidence that was close to the, the body when they found it. It wasn't something like, you know, whoever murdered my dad put put you know put him in. Uh, the body, you know, at first first glance, it, it was obvious it was in an advanced state of uh, uh, it was decomposed. It was it was advanced, like even inside the body bag once I got there, it was it was. Uh, it was infested with maggots. So there was maggots all over there. You know, it was just fucking horrible. 
inside of the uh, inside of the body, uh, body, the body actually was wrapped in a large piece of uh, they say a grayish, uh, thick plastic style body bag. Uh, and, and I say body bag because the the investigator did note that he had noticed in the past uh, military style body bags being looking like that. So they don't know if that was like chance or or whatever. I'm sure there's more to it in investigative reports that I can't see. Inside the plastic was a sleeping bag that was wrapped around the body. There was one key thing that I did note about the, the sleeping bag is, is like there was the design on the sleeping bag and inside, inside that design was a duck. The, uh, and, and the actual sleeping bag was partially secured by a rope. And it was also noticed that this was a lariat style rope and it was tied around his ankle and then wrapped around the upper body. The end of the rope, they stated that it appears to be a typical style lasso knot. <laughs> now, th then there was a canvas tarp around the body underneath the you know, sleeping bag. And inside that tarp, there was a, a wadded up sheet, but it wasn't wrapped around the body. That's why I was saying earlier about the, the dirty towel. So, you know, why would somebody just put a dirty, uh, wrap a dirty up sheet in there just to put all the evidence in one, one place, I'm assuming. So pretty much after that, they just described what my dad was wearing and like how the body looked. So my dad was just wearing the typical berry bean stuff. I mean, he had thermal style undershirt. He had pants on black. They don't, they don't say black pants, but I'm sure they was. He was wearing underpants, socks and cowboy boots. My dad didn't go anywhere without the essentials, including them cowboy boots. I promise you that. And in his pockets, he had two packs of cigarettes, some gum, and a fucking quarter. So, I wonder, I wish they had described if, you know, if they was open packs of cigarettes, unopened, what kind they were. That'd have been nice if they did that. And, and again, that's probably stuff they did do, but it's just in maybe an investigative report because that could be part of the evidence. And also... So they talk about the body, and as you can imagine, you know, the body's pretty, you know, it's pretty jacked up, you know, but the head they got, it was partially skeletized on the left side of the face. The neck, entirely skeletized. They say the, sip, the fifth cervical vertebrae is absent. Uh, he was missing his left hand. The uh, left scapula was deflexed. That's your shoulder blade. The left humerus, radius, and on, like I said earlier, they was in that other other bag they said his lower legs was completely skeletonized <laughs> what's crazy is um you know they got all this shit on him that's just rotting away and but in, but my dad's glory here he, he wrote they noted that despite the advanced decay there was a recognizable male genitalia that he even went as far as to say that it was noted that he was circumcised Murder. So how was my dad murdered? My dad was murdered by a gunshot wound to the head. The, the entrance, they, they wrote, they noted it was, uh, the entrance was slightly interior to the right ear. It measured between one-eighth and one-fourth of an inch in diameter. There was no other gunshot wounds noted on that side. Now, there was an exit wound. The exit wound was directly on the other side, 
left side superior and slightly anterior to left external auditory and it was the exit room was five eighths to a half inch and what in that the five eighths to a half inch is greatest uh, dimension so i just means i'm assuming it wasn't a perfect round fucking circle and the direction was right to left and slightly downward uh, so you read that and you think about it you know it's like well shit Right to left, slightly downward. So my dad, my dad was, I think he was 5'10". So it would have been hard for somebody to shoot him if he was standing up to make that angle. So maybe it was slightly downer. So they would have had him on his, like if he'd have been on his knees and they, if he'd have been on his knees and they pulled the trigger, I feel like it'd be a lot more downward in angle. But again, I'm sure that's stuff that's in the investigation reports that I cannot freaking see. Next in the report was the gross examination. Now, that's basically of all the internal organs. Uh, they did note that all his organs was there, but I mean, after, you know, they're so decomposed, there's not much they can do with them. For example, if, you know, somebody got their head blown off and but they can still check the rest of the body they're going to check it so like you know if the, he had heart problems they could have noticed that too I, I don't know why they do that shit but they do and they did note that he had gallstones so i guess i probably need to check something out in the future probably now but all the organs was there they was present uh there was no labs there was labs that was sent in, but there was no report in the medical. It just said labs negative, so I don't know what the hell that means. Now, how was the body identified to be my dad, right? So the body was uh, identified through his dental records, and that's how they got the match. It's saying it was my dad, and, you know, that's when they reported it back. So, like I said, you know, my dad, he, he was actually... The body was found on May 21st. Now, that wasn't when they identified the body or when, when we got news because when when I because I, I was 16 years old, I just finished up like a school year, like my sophomore year, I think. And then uh, so I'm going, I'm not even living with my mom. I'm staying with, you know, a friend that just happened to let me stay there so I could finish the school year off. And he wasn't even like a friend my age. You know, he was an older person that had a family. They just let me stay there because I used to be, I was pretty good friends with, uh, you know, his nephew and stuff. So, I mean, my life is not in the greatest you know, spot in, to begin with. My mom's already left to go back, you know, where, where she's at. And then, uh, you know, I get a phone call saying, hey, have you talked to your dad? No. No, I haven't talked to my dad. This is the last time I talked to him. And, you know, luckily, the last time I did talk to him, we, we made amends and we was talking. We was on good terms because he wasn't for a little bit. And then um, I get it in my mind that it's my dad. I can find him, you know. So, you know, once the school, I had to leave the rest of that year anyway because I was getting in trouble at school. And I was pretty much told, just, you know, finish. Just don't come back to school and, and uh, you'll be okay. So we ended up, I ended up going back. To Broken Bow, where he was found murdered, and looked around, looked at places I thought that you know I should look to see if I if I could find him. Couldn't find him. I did go to a like he had this, this cellar, like a basement that he spent a lot of time in on the, the old property there in Glover, Oklahoma. I went down there and looked around, 
found a, I mean, there was nothing really there, just old freaking, like a bed with a box ring on it. And I found some, some old film rolls that I gave to my grandma. She got them developed and supposedly sent off. There was people, there was people in the film rolls that they was recognizable. So my, you know, my grandma sent it off to the OSBI and then, uh, but even, even still at that point, we, we knew where there was a body. I kind of feel like it was my dad just because I just feel like that was, that was it. That was the time, you know I mean? I still want to deny it and not accept it. You know what I mean? You still want to hold on to hope. You know what I mean? Like I'm, like I'm doing right now, you know, hold on to hope that, that I'll get a definite answer on who killed my dad. You know, then, you know, then that day comes, you know, I'm at my, I'm at my grandma's house. I can't remember exactly who's all there. But I know my cousin Matt, my older cousin Matt, which is a really good dude, really good guy. He was there. We're both young, you know, and I, I believe it's my aunt. I think I believe it's Matt mom, Matt's mom, my aunt Karen was there. I can't honestly remember if anybody else was there, but I know, I know my uh, my my mom was there. My my grandma, my dad's mom. You know, so they got the call from the medical examiner, and I'm pretty sure it was my aunt Karen that was talking on the phone. It wasn't my grandma. And, you know, then they get the news that the body was identified, you know, as my dad. My grandma just, you know, she lost her, her, her only son, you know, and she lost her kid. And, you know, she just, you know, freaks out, you know, gets hysterical. She just runs to her room, you know, hysterically crying, you know, and I'm just like in, in shock, you know, like, fuck that. That was my dad, you know. And, you know. My aunt Karen was like, hey, I got to go get her or something like that. And, you know, I wouldn't got her, but it, it was like, it was, uh, it was like I was there, but I wasn't there. You know what I mean? I remember my mamma telling somebody later that, you know, I was right there with her to console her and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't remember it. I don't remember that that way. Shit, I mean, honestly, I think my, my, my cousin Matt did most of the stuff. I was just there. I mean, I was, in, I just lost my dad. You know, I just found out that was my dad, you know? And, uh, man, that's just tough, you know, it's tough, you know, and, and I never, and I never really dealt with it then, you know what I mean? I was always, I never really deal with it. You know, I'm trying to, I try to now when I'm older, but, you know, I never properly deal with it the way I needed to, you know, and I think this is part of the process that I'm doing right now, self-healing, hoping I can get there, you know, plus I, you know, I got, I got, uh, I got a little sister that's really looking for answers now too. And, you know, for the longest time, I, I didn't want to. I really didn't want to talk to her about a lot of the stuff because, you know, there was a lot of times that I wish I just didn't know anything so I could just move on about my life, you know, just move on about my life, you know, and not, not have to wonder, you know, if, if the, who the murderer is, where he's at, et cetera, you know, I just don't want to deal with that. And, but it's part of it. So here I am. I will continue to keep up. Everybody update with any progress that, you know, I get to. If you have, please, if you have any, you know, any help that you, any way you could help me or any, you know, advice you could give me, please let me know. But again, my name is Derek Bean, and this is my first podcast, and I'm doing it to get, get some, rec- recommend, some recommend, some help to find, to try to find out what happened or, you know, get answers for who killed my dad is what I want to do. So please, if you got any way to help me, please let me know. Thank you.